Hello. Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 37, Villanova, NCAA Tournament Sweet 16 Edition. Not so sweet. Follow me on Instagram, at Burning Springs. Email unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. The inbox is open. I have an email. I'm going to read it later. Facebook, you know. If you haven't deleted Facebook, there's a podcast page there. Figure it out. So in the preview for this game, I said West Virginia had to do two things. They had to score 76 or more points. And they did that. They scored 78. The other thing they needed was for Villanova to shoot under 35% from three. And they shot 54%. (laughs) So they didn't do that. Villanova made 13 threes. And West Virginia finishes the 2017-18 season by losing to Villanova 90-78. No shame in losing to that team. They've only lost four times. They were the better team. West Virginia hung around. West Virginia had a six-point lead early in the second half. But Villanova, they just they made shots. They shot 50%, did not have an off night, needed them to have one. Brunson was tough. He he just he made shots, 27 points, 4 assists, and his face did not move. Stone cold face. Uh if you took a picture of him during the game, you I mean, you is he is he winning by 20? Is he losing by 100? I I no idea. Same face all the way through. Uh but player of the year candidate I would this is the first time I've seen a full game of him and yeah he's pretty good you know Villanova made open threes all game West Virginia allowed those they played good defense but they allowed those open threes and Villanova made them um even the two forwards a 69 guy 66 guy they made as many threes as the stars for Villanova Brunson and Macau Bridges, Michael, Macau. They they made six threes, the two forwards. And one of those forwards, Pascal, makes me think of the movie Pet Cemetery. Pascal, he legit dunked on Kanate in the second half. Uh it was the worst dunk on Kanate this year, and there's only a few. And most of those were when Kanate wasn't set. He wasn't in the volleyball position. This time he did the volleyball thing and the guy dunked on him. 6-6 guy. And that made it 73-64 Villanova. And when that happened, and it happened, it hasn't happened all season, I knew the game was over. That was it. 73-64. It ended up being 90-78. West Virginia, offensively, they struggled, and that's credit to Villanova's defense. They shot 28 threes. They only made seven of them. Lamont West, he shot a bunch of threes. 
he made one of eight. Bolden made one of four. Carter made one of five. And that's not enough in a game where Villanova makes 13 threes. You got to at least match that to have a chance. And and West Virginia couldn't do that. So Javon Carter finishes his career at West Virginia with 12 points, 8 assists, 4 steals, only 1 turnover. So solid as always. Not his best offensive game. And that was a credit to Villanova. They guarded him well. They always knew where he was at. Everything he got, he had to work hard for it. But just couldn't get in an offensive groove. Uh, but he was stealing. He was stealing the ball late in the game. Did not give up. And that's what he'll be remembered for is, is being a hard-working dude. And he he did not give up even when it was pretty much over with two or three minutes left in the game. He kept going hard. Daxter Miles finishes his West Virginia career with 16 points, three of seven from three. He started the game strong when Villanova was making absolutely everything, and I'm not exaggerating. Miles kept West Virginia in the game. He scored 10 of West Virginia's first 15 points. He tried to do an odd Elmore in the second half. Daxter Miles, he got, but he, nobody can touch the odd Elmore four fouls in one minute. But Miles did have three fouls in two minutes early in the second half. It made him sit most of the second half. He came back in, fouled out with two minutes left. So he had a roller coaster game. Uh, really exciting early. And then kind of trailed off at the end. But Miles, uh, he will be missed as well. He had a strong... Him and Carter will be connected in history. And their record is three sweet sweet 16s in four years. So congratulations to those guys. I wish them the best in the future. Random thoughts coming up. Random thoughts from the Villanova game. Lovable knucklehead Sagabacanate. He had a strong game. <laughs> he was a crazy person out there. He was dunk he was dunking so hard. He really that last dunk that he had, he really tried to shack it. He really tried to bring the backboard down to the floor. I don't know if anybody can do that anymore. He's not as big as Shaq, but he tried his hardest. And I appreciated that. I enjoyed that. He was he not any bicep flexes, but he was slapping his shoulders hard at one point. Again, like a crazy person. Uh, <laughs> at one point... He tried to do the Javon Carter thing, and he tried to walk into a huddle. Now, this huddle was near the bench for Villanova with coaches in it and the whole team in it. If you remember earlier in the season, Javon Carter, uh, the other team was huddled in the middle of the court, like during, you know, after a foul, and they kind of like the pseudo huddle. And so... Carter walked into that, and they just kind of walked away because you can't really do anything. They're in the middle of, of the floor. 
And Carter smiled, and it was, you know, it was kind of uh, charming, you know? Kanade, like a bully, like a, like a menacing dude, does it, like, in the middle... <laughs> In the middle of an actual huddle, like after a time, like in the middle of a timeout, and like one of the assistant coaches has to push Kanate away. And if you can read lips, the Villanova's players were saying something along the lines of "get out of here" with some more colorful language. And then after that, and multiple times in this game, you had the Kanate whispers, Carter and Miles. Having conversations with them, trying to trying to chill the dude out. And they're going to graduate in the spring here in a here in a couple of months. And so who's stepping up? Who's gonna be the Kanate Whisperer next year? Uh I, I mean, somebody's gotta fill that role. Because and really, it's just the role where you're not gonna calm him down. That dude He's <laughs> he's great, but he uh, is not calmed down by words. It's just got to pass. It's like a storm. So he ended on a high note for me, Kanate. Just just menacing, and nobody was laughing when he walked into that huddle. Not even him. He was not doing it for giggles. He was legit trying to scare people and it would scare me if he walked into my huddle i haven't done this all season but i'm gonna give you i'm in this facebook group called wvu basketball fans and i want to give you a post i'm not going to give the person's name but to give a, a different perspective than mine on this game and it's shared by other wvu fans because this is a a Facebook group called WVU Basketball Fans. Let me read it. And I'm going to have to clean up the language a little bit. Yep. I'm so ticked off at the officials, I just turned the TV off. They affect every game of ours because we are the best team in the NCAA and they have no idea what that looks like physically. I've watched every WVU game since I don't know when, and we lose the same way every freaking time. <laughs> get killed by unqualified junk officials, then we get in foul trouble, have to work the bench. Seriously, why do you think we have the best bench in the league? Anyways, we get messed over by officials, lose motivation, the opponent gains motivation. They hit everything, and we are so deflated, we miss everything. <laughs> shame on the NCAA. Shame on the officials. I'm out till next year. Peace, y'all. Oh, my gosh. I, I could not agree less with that take. It's 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 amazing. Oh, West Virginia fouls a bunch. That's kind of their thing. And some officials 
let some of our fouls go and some call more of them. And uh, I didn't feel like it, anything was out of the ordinary tonight. It wasn't egregious. They didn't shoot two foul shots. They shot 20-some. West Virginia did. And Villanova shot 27 or 28. And West Virginia fouled more than Villanova did. Uh, so somebody responded to that about the point where West Virginia didn't shoot very well. And this guy responded, You lack loyalty, my friend. Like a best friend, even if they do wrong, I go down with them. I'm learning my fandom is much higher and more loyal than most of y'all. Oh my gosh. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. Your fandom is much higher than mine. For a fact. It's much higher. Um... Uh, other people have different variations of the refs cost West Virginia this game. They lost by 12. Okay. Villanova scored 90 points. And they shot 50% from the field. So that's... Um, the refs weren't shooting the balls for them. Or leaving the Villanova players open. And I love West Virginia. And I feel like I'm a fan uh, you know, it's interesting. If West Virginia plays Villanova to get to the Final Four, like it's the Sunday game instead of the Friday game, I think they've got a good chance to win, to to really wear down a team that doesn't play a lot of guys. Uh, but a week rest and all the weird stuff that happened this week travel-wise and a lot more Villanova fans and West Virginia fans in Boston – it was a and Villanova has been the second or first best team in the country all year long. So just chalk it up to the other teams better. That that's going to happen sometimes. <laughs> oh my gosh! But if you're a fan like this guy and it's something that I've read, I like you. But you and I will concede that you are a bigger fan than me. But don't tell me that I'm not a fan. Because I am. Final thoughts coming up. Final thoughts for the Villanova game. This is the last game of the season for West Virginia. This is not the last episode of Unreasonable Doubt. The show will continue in the offseason. I'll drop these on a weekly basis. I'll talk about the season in review. Look forward to the 2018-2019 season. And then a bunch of content that has nothing to do with basketball or the Mountaineers. But it's going to exist. And it's going to exist, number one, because I enjoy it. I've really enjoyed it more than what I thought. And number two, because there's dozens of you that listen to this. There's dozens of you that listen. There's a handful of you that send emails comments on Facebook and Instagram Rick Groans called in on the Anchor app met other people on Anchor because of you the show's going to continue I legit was surprised when I dropped the first episode in November that more than 10 people listened to it 
And so to finish the season after doing 40 of these episodes, more than 40, and people are still listening, and the show got on the Anchor Top 100 list multiple times, it blows my mind. And so truly... Thank you for listening and emailing and participating and going along on this journey with me. I, truly, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that it's going to continue, but I thank you. I'll end the regular season with an email from longtime emailer Tad Smythe, Rapid Fire. He had four questions in his email. Number one. Is this the most entertaining tournament in the last decade? No, it isn't, Tad. For me, the 2010 tournament was the most entertaining. West Virginia made the Final Four that year, so I have a bias there. Number two, do you think John Elmore got a restraining order on Javon Carter? No, I don't. But he had a face where he, again, like he wanted relief. Uh, but I don't think it went to restraining order. Number three, has anyone ever had a more aggressive and short appearance in a tournament game than Ott Elmore? The only thing he could have added was a dunk on a center. Could he have been a fictional character who somehow came to life? I'm struggling to figure out what we all saw. Ott Elmore is real, not a fictional character. He was in other games. He is the brother of John Elmore. I'm still amazed by what Odd Elmore did in the West Virginia Marshall game. Tad, the only thing that could have been added besides a dunk on Kanate was that he fouled out in one minute. As it stands, he had four fouls in one minute, including a technical, a three-pointer, but then he played more minutes. If he would have got five fouls in one minute... One of those a technical, have a three-pointer, and dunk on Sagabakanate, where only a handful have done that, and only one was kind of brutal, and it was tonight. Then Ad Elmore is a all-timer. He goes into the Basketball Hall of Fame if he does that. But as it stands, I'm still impressed by what Ad Elmore done, uh, what Ad Elmore did in the last game. Number four, I know you have. Nova in your bracket, but who would you take with the current five and a half point Vegas spread? Tad, anytime you ask me how to bet West Virginia in a game where if West Virginia loses, it's the end of their season, I'm going to pick the other team, regardless of what my true feelings are. Because I feel like that has some bearing on the result of the game, which is superstitious and not real and I know I don't have that power and yet I can't control it I got major problems uh, if you ask me a regular season game I'll give you my honest opinion in an elimination game I'm never picking West Virginia even if I felt deep down I thought they would win and cover the spread so there you go that's it. Tune in next week for Unreasonable Doubt. <laughs>
You can listen on the Anchor application, anchor.fm slash unreasonable doubt, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Pocket Cast. Still haven't had any listeners that use the Pocket Cast app. So I think that's my goal for the 2018-2019 season. Subscribe, rate the podcast, five stars, leave a review. Those are nice things to do. The next game is next season. So that's it. Until the next episode, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. West Virginia finishes the season 26-11. and 11.